0: Hello and welcome to Fred and L Talk Shop. My name is Fred, and this wait—that's not right. My name is L, and this is
1: uh, L. No, no, Fred. I think
0: I think we're still off. So I am L. This is Fred. Yes, we are Fred and L. We are going to talk shop, and tonight's shop talk is about conventions.
1: Can we be Frelin?
0: Can I think we've actually been Frelin on occasion, probably due to my own typos more than anything else. Oh, that's fair enough. Really. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we thought tonight that we would talk about going to conventions because one, for us, it's actually getting into con season because it's cooler out. Like Why we don't go to conventions in the summertime boggles my mind. I don't because know why we- can...
1: Because that's your options in Florida. That's that true. They're all during the summer.
0: You can go to a con in Florida when it's hot or you can go to a con in Florida when it's really hot.
1: That, that's your options. <laughs>
0: But yeah, so tonight we're talking cons. But before we jump into it, I want to want to let people know if you can't stay with us the entire time. That is cool. Thank you for being here at all on our live stream. But do know that we upload this to um, to our podcast, because we're podcasters now Uh, apparently
1: we're casting our pods. we're casting <laughs> our, our pod <laughs> all
0: over everyone that oh,
1: so much pod <laughs> uh, okay all
0: right come on it's still seven o'clock so to be fair um because we're talking conventions um i am having a grown-up beverage tonight normally i drink tea like a good girl but this is yeah, con sure. life this is con yeah. life we're crazy we're drinking at 9 a.m whatever right uh, so yeah, so just keep in mind that you can uh, listen to the whole episode on uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. So we're on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, all other places. It's on our website. So if
1: YouTube, you can, Twitch. Twitch
0: uh, Twitter, uh, Yahoo. No, uh, MySpace. I don't think we're still on <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> Maybe we're still on MySpace. I don't know.
1: Most of them probably don't even remember what MySpace is.
0: Raise your hands if you remember My Space.
1: <laughs> I'm tall. Uh.
0: Yeah, so uh, so yeah, listen to our podcast. Um you can find out all the links for that at fredandldesigns.com. I'll put our website in our chat. Um huge shout out to everyone who's joining us. Hey everybody. Uh, yes, Fred is in fact from Bristol in the United Kingdom. Yes. Ho uh-huh. ho <laughs> Fun fact, I did probably marry him because of the accent, so all of you um, lovely uh, English people, yes, you can come to America and pick up a spouse. It is true. Um, Okay, and I'm sorry, stay on topic. What's the matter with you? Cons. Um. (laughs) We're talking about cons. That's why we're like already all over the place tonight.
1: Uh, Talking about cons, TwitchCon.
0: Oh, so TwitchCon just happened. Congratulations to the winner. We're actually really honored. Um, we've had the chance to hang out and meet uh, the winner, uh, Brittany Ginoza from mm. Ganoza Cosplay Costumes Costuming Ganoza Costuming. Ginoza costuming. Uh, she actually she's in one of the pictures uh, on our cover mm. when she did uh, World of Warcraft when she was kind enough to put on that. Costume. She
1: bought that a dragon column wow. just to hang out with us Which as well. Which is
0: super, super cool. Yeah, so uh, congratulations. She did an extraordinary costume. Um, I've been following her on TikTok and watching her progress. Garbage pants. Dang, she does some good work. So if you have a chance uh, to give a shout out to her, she certainly uh, deserves it. So, um, all right. So we are going to jump into some cosplay talk. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about our first con experience, our most memorable. Over some of us, uh, the ones that we only remember because we took a lot of pictures of it. Because some of the memories are a little funny.
1: Because alcohol beverages.
0: Because maybe we were gargling Goldschlager at eight thirty. Because we definitely could not find uh, the tooth our toothbrushes or
1: the mouthwash <laughs> or anything.
0: Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then also, we want to make sure that you get some things out of this. So Fred and I put together a list of con must-haves. And also, thank you to everyone in our um, our Facebook and Instagram family who uh, provided us some, hey, don't forget you need to bring this, don't forget to you need to bring that. So um, we put together a little shopping list for you of things that you need to make sure that you do not forget when you go to your next convention.
1: And they're not sponsored. Those are things that we buy and use on a regular.
0: Now, to be fair, we also signed up as like Amazon affiliates. So if you have to buy something, it would not hurt our feelings if you maybe bought it from our little list here because we will get 0.00002 cents from your purchase. So thank you very much. So with that, let's get right into um, the first question. And actually I wanna make sure that this question um, segues between the cosplay talk that we do and maybe a little bit more of the not cosplay talk that we're going to do tonight, which is what is your con experience when you're in a cosplay versus when you're not in a cosplay? Sir. I mean, it's been a while since we've not been in a cosplay at a con, so that's fair. Well, well
1: occasionally on Sundays, we tend to wander around without our, our stuff on. And to be honest, it feels weird.
0: It feels real weird, doesn't it?
1: It does. I mean, because we have always been cosplayers. Yeah. I mean, right from the very beginning, when we opted to just go to Dragon Con, which I don't believe ever happened, um, (laughs) and saw that it was a thing and got enthusiastic about it, we've been throwing cosplay into the mix from from day one. So getting up and not putting on something, even if it's very minimal, just feels odd.
0: Right. Um, Though, uh, as you reach a certain age in this world, like, I've passed the grand old age of AARP, uh, and not putting a cosplay feels amazing some days. But it also brings up an interesting point. Um, My first memorable con experience was at Dragon Con. Like, the first con we really went to. First
1: real one, yeah.
0: How did that happen? Like. How crazy were we? That So actually, this is going to be my story. So we had like discovered cosplay. I don't know how. Like, I don't know. Saw it on the internet, whatever. And Fred comes to me and he's like, hey, there's this convention in Atlanta. And I know that's a little far, but it's apparently super, super cool. This conversation happened in like July, maybe August, maybe end
1: of July, maybe
0: end of July. And. I was like, oh, all right, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it's called Dragon Con. Um, I looked into it. I thought it might be cool if we, like, head up there for a couple days. I'm like, all right, it well, sounds nice. remember
1: we had the conversation to just talking about cons generally yeah. without having a specific destination in mind, and it had come up because I'd always been enthusiastic about the idea of attending one because they weren't really a thing back in the UK, you, mm-hmm. know, you know? You saw plenty of stuff on the TV about, the gaming convention, the right. nerd convention like, like san Diego would be the big one yeah, yeah
0: knows about
1: and then it was a case of like is there anything like that
0: near here mm-hmm. so uh, he found dragon con now we've now been to like 10 years of dragon cons so the fact that this happened still blows my mind you're right over there
1: I'm bleeding
0: oh you know we can all see you like you're uh,
1: I was playing you're with here. Pebbles earlier and she called me
0: okay all right so snap to it you're smile you're on camera. Uh, so he says, yeah, we should go to this Dragon Con thing. I'm like, all right, whatever. So a month out, he gets a hotel room and he comes to me. He's like, oh, L, we f- I found a hotel room. Apparently it's real busy at this thing. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> he said, um, but the Ritz Carlton is available. And I'm like, ooh, that sounds expensive. Maybe we should call them. So Fred calls and they're like, what are you in town for? He's like, oh, I'm going to this Dragon Con thing. Girl, Ritz had a con rate of like 220 10 years ago. I don't Ritz Carlton. I don't think they knew what they were in for because we were one of like six people there for the con. So we get there and like 30 people come out to our car. They're taking all of our stuff up to the room. So that's what we thought Dragon Con was like. Mm-hmm. Like you just called and got a hotel room. You just showed up and everything was taken care of. We, we, we've learned that that's not the case anymore. But it was we a weird were first experience. Lucky. Super lucky. And also, it was ten years ago. So even at that con, like we walked up to Carrie Fisher's table and there was no one in line in front of her. And, and they
1: I mean, that's before they started doing things like the legacy rooms uh, the Higher. Um, you didn't get the hunger games at uh, the Mario. I mean, you could still get a room and those but now, I mean if you're not on the phone and connected right. within the first seven minutes, you don't get a Mario right
0: Yeah, no, I mean, we played the Hunger <coughs> Games since then and also stayed at some, you know, crazy interesting ones off the, the beaten track, which has been also kind of fun. Uh, But it was just a different world. But, like, we... What does everybody do for their first cosplay in my world is you try Steampunk. Yes. So we did... uh We pulled together some stuff, and then we said... Hey, let's go to the um the parade Saturday morning. We went in our full costumes and I wore stiletto heels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was I thinking? That's crazy. Um so yeah, that Dragon Con was one of our first convention experiences and it it changed us. Like for the Better. It was all the cosplays that we saw. We realized that we could do this, yeah. and that's nuts, right?
1: I mean, uh, the Dragon Con's a unique experience. I mean, it, it's hard to describe it to anybody else who hasn't been to it. Just, just the sheer, the party attitude that goes on, mm-hmm. the camaraderie that goes on, just the sheer amount of stuff that goes on. I mean, there's there is no there are what twenty tracks.
0: Yeah, Everything I mean, from
1: conspiracy theory to robotics.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, Each of those doing between 10 and 14 hours of content a day
0: and for I remember four days. That year we went to panels and classes and like we tried to experience all of the things. And then the next year we brought all of our kids with us and did Dragon Con as a family. And we did a whole different set of things. And then over years, like, I'm pretty sure the last con I went to, I dressed in cosplay the entire time and sat in a bar and people watched the whole entire time.
1: When you weren't falling off your stool from consuming so large quantities of Long Island iced teas.
0: I'm sorry. Mm. There's no proof of that.
1: I think Heather might have a few photographs.
0: Does Heather have photographs? <laughs> <laughs> we probably posted them on, on the site. Um. So So, yeah. So that was our... First experience, um, but not necessarily our most memorable memorable experience. So, what was Fred? What was your most memorable con experience?
1: Oh, let's see. Uh, we'll come back to Dragon Con. Don't um, okay, it was very early. I think Saturday morning. Um, we were in the Marriott, so I'd knit down outside of the Marriott to have a cigarette and I am sat on a bench next to an old lady in a wheelchair mm-hmm. um and a predator from
0: from predator from
1: predator yep. a f- full one nine o'clock in the morning predator why not um some guy in some steampunk outfit some guy dressed as I think the arrow from the CW and a couple of other people just hanging around <laughs> and everybody's like kind of hungover and smoking. And then if you've ever been to the Marriott, you've got a big long down ramp yep. out to the main street with a big like traffic circle where they bring in all the cars. Around the corner, coming up the ramp, come three Disney princesses. And looking a little worse for wear. Um, I think... What's the blonde one? Is it Sleeping Beauty?
0: I mean, there's like four pink blonde dress, Pink princesses. dress, blonde hair. Sure.
1: Aurora, Sleeping Beauty. Sure, yeah, we'll go. But anyway, she had her wig in one hand and her shoes in the other and is kind of weaving up behind Snow White and one, uh, one of the other ones.
0: Sure.
1: Snow White is very much the worst for wear and can barely walk. Uh, her wig is askew. Her bodice is undone. Um, and as they're coming up, they started getting a round of applause Aww. from all the people who were actually watching them come up. And without skipping a beat, they formed a line and simultaneously curtsied to everybody <gasps> before stumbling into the ho- back into the hotel.
0: That's like, that's like the daredevil walk of pride, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, they weren't shamed. Uh, they were delighted. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs>
1: Um, and that, yeah. to me, kind of summed up Dragon Con. It with-
0: really does, doesn't it? I mean, like, if you've not been to Dragon Con, it is an experience in and of itself. It's definitely the, the party con. Um, yeah, most of my memories of Dragon Con are of wild, crazy people watching, going to the dance parties afterwards. But they sure, all... pizza. Floor pizza. I think we're going to have to do like a Fred Nell talk shop after dark for like five of the stories I wanted to tell tonight. Yeah, true. Maybe we'll put that, maybe that'll be subscription. Fred Nell (laughs) talk shop after dark. Let me know if you would be interested in like paying a dollar to to make that happen. Um, But all of these stories have a common theme, which is the people that we meet. Like even the worst experiences, like um, someone in the chat mentioned getting stuff in an elevator when you realize you have complete claustrophobia and it's horrifying. Um, One of my uh, elevator stories is trying to check out of the Marriott on Sunday slash Monday. It was a Monday where, you know, 10,000 people are trying to leave the hotel at the same time. And we were waiting for an elevator for 45 minutes just to get in because everyone that opened was just, you know, crush full of people. The, the people that were waiting for that elevator with me, like we played Scrabble using Cheez-Its. Like we have, we, we bonded and we're still like Twitter friends to this day because of those bonds that you make. So that to me is what makes the convention scene so precious is that you walk in and you see somebody who shares your fandom and you immediately have a connection with them. Right? You don't need to know where they're from or what they do for a living or Yeah, it's
1: you you like this thing, I also like this thing, we like this thing together, let us talk.
0: Which is why the coolest part to me is just walking around with your camera. Right? Just and if you see somebody who you think their cosplay is cool, oh my god, can I take a picture of you? Tell me how you made your costume, and you have a friend immediately. That's the cool part for me. So, all right. So those were your most memorable experiences. Let's see if we can uh, help, help our friends out here. So we took a poll of our Facebook and Instagram uh, community and asked what are the things that you need to have at a convention to make the con experience good? So, Fred, what are some of the things that you think people should have?
1: Well, crazily enough, um, considering it is not, generally speaking, my forte, you need a plan. Go on. Um, particularly if you're competing. But even if you're not, you need to think about logistics, transporting your stuff, protecting your stuff in transit, um, pick-up times, from the amount of time that it will take to do anything. Where do you want to be? Studying the maps of the, uh, the convention centre before you go, so you have a rough idea about where things are. Um if you're just going for a visit, sure. Wander around with your thumb up your bum and your brain in neutral. Um, but you'll miss stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: but is that okay? Yeah, of course it is. Like, I mean, especially if a con has a ton of stuff, it's okay to miss something. You're never going to be able to, to absorb it all, right? And the bigger the con, the harder it is to see everything. Right. And um, I mean, if, if what you get out of a con is just chilling and hanging out with your friends like it doesn't matter like do what you want that's what's so cool about it well yeah i mean there's there's no
1: hard and fast rules about what you're supposed to do i mean it only really starts to become you need to do certain things in a particular order when you're competing um and the higher up the level you go in terms of competing the better a plan you need to have
0: oh my gosh yes
1: um I mean, you, when we, when you're competing at Masters or things like the Fan Expo level, I mean, just getting to, to Toronto was a logistical nightmare.
0: Well, and getting there for prejudging times. And, you know, like even this last one when we did Fan Expo Canada, <laughs> fun story when all of us were getting ready in our rooms, there was a fire alarm that went off. So, all of the competitors, many of the competitors were trying to get ready while these fire alarms are going out. And for some of us, the only way to get there was with an Uber and you get there and you never expect how much traffic there's going to be. If there's going to be security checkpoints that you were not aware of. Um, I remember one of our, um, one of our fellow cosplayers, bless her. Like I saw her coming up to try to get in. there was huge, long line and she had to get to prejudging. So I believe if you look official enough, and if you have a badge that you can flash quickly enough and if you can find a clipboard in time, clipboard, You can probably get into any area. Remember how I said in this that some of these uh, takes on convention life was going to be a little controversial? The places I have snuck into would infuriate so many con runners. I'm just saying it was always for good, never for evil. But when I saw that she was having issues, I ran up to the security guard and I'm like, she's with me. She's with me. Come on, come on. And I'm flashing a badge that probably said nothing. Just she's with me. She's with me. And we were able to to get her through, Um, but she would never have been able to anticipate that crazy line. So the planning when you are competing or judging or guesting or tabling at these events, if you have a job to do at the convention, it changes things. Or even if you're showing up with a larger than life cosplay or something that has, you know, special concerns if you know if you're tall or if you have you know or it's
1: delicate or if it's or
0: delicate it, yeah. yeah but uh so yeah it's it's a i i completely say that a plan is important i'm going to be a little bit more pragmatic with my list and i'm going to again shout out to our um our social community um a comfortable pair of shoes If you are going to wear stiletto crazy high heels, save it for your cosplay photography. If you're walking the con floor, please wear comfortable shoes. Thank you for Christopher who recommended at the very least inserts into your soles because con floors are made of concrete. It is designed to hurt your joints. Do not walk the con floor in something uncomfortable. It is not cool. Um zip ties. Hang on, I'll talk about
1: the shoes a minute. Go I
0: mean, on. I mean
1: shoes apply to dudes too. Yeah. I mean, look at what I have inside the power armor. I mean, I have ski boots inside there, which look fantastic, but a lack of planning on forethought in terms of convention mm-hmm. and contest meant that what I had were solid plastic boots on my feet with zero given them whatsoever. So walking in them were excruciating. If I'd have been smart, I'd have actually developed another form of footwear that also fitted inside of the outer part of the boot so that I could have worn something more comfortable for just moving around and reserved the plastic parts for pre-judging or, mm-hmm. for, for, or as you say, for photography. Right. So it isn't just the ladies. That, yeah, that it is isn't suffering. just heels. It, it, it's, it's, it's guys.
0: Yeah, he, no, concrete and, floors. And
1: Regardless of what footwear you're wearing, break it in first.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. Never wear new shoes to a con anywhere. Just
1: because it will rub in places you didn't anticipate.
0: So that leads to another item that you always have to have in your con kit, which is anti chafe bomb. Um, the rub, it is real. If you know, you know, but it isn't just for rub it is also for any body part that is uncomfortably rubbing against any other body part so it is for your your ankles your shoes all of the things where you're gonna be moving around so make sure that you just have a little thing of anti-chafe mm-hmm.
1: that work against body parts rubbing against armor
0: well I don't know. Maybe we should try.
1: Because I've like had bruises and rubs from bits of armor but it's pinched and, and still moves when you're moving around.
0: I will I will pull out the bomb and we'll give it a whirl, shall we?
1: The bomb? The like, bomb. Are, you, are you like an apothecary? You're gonna issue me with a potion.
0: I do want to be a witch, you know. <laughs> okay, so um oh a couple of other things so zip ties and lanyards mm. so zip ties if you're a cosplayer they must be in your repair kit or is what we call our oh kit because i will tell you that what super glue can't fix zip ties will probably be able to fix um but this is my little tip and trick from somebody who has lost their badge at Dragon Con and mm. spent half a day trying to look for it.
1: And then having to pay out through the nose to replace and it. And having
0: to pay to replace it. <coughs> when you get your badges, you know, the little plastic ones that they issue you, when you put them onto your landlord lanyard, take a zip tie, put it through the badge to the lanyard zip, snip, because then there is no way it will come off. That's what happened to me. My badge was on my lanyard. But it caught on a door and pulled off. And when I looked down on my lanyard, it was gone. And it was not cool. Mm-hmm. So zip ties you must have in your con kit no matter what. Um, also, because I do not like to be uncomfortable, I recommend that you bring um, a little microfiber towel on a little carabiner. I put one in um, on our website. That is super cool. It's super small. It has a little clip on it. And it's a microfiber because when you sweat in your costumes, being able to dab around your makeup is really, really helpful Um, and tissues aren't going to cut it. So it's nice to have one on hand all the time. And I've stolen so many from hotel rooms. That um, I I need to I need to bring my own. Well, it
1: also becomes that where you can actually dip it in cold water, put it on the back of the neck to help cool you down.
0: Yes. So the one that I put in my link is specific for that. It is a cooling. um, It is
1: the towel of the con world. It is
0: the towel of the con world Um, I cannot stress strongly enough, and I agree with Ron in the chat. Um, you are going to need extra strength medicated formula deodorant. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, if you take a spray bottle and fill it with vodka, you can spray down your sensitive cosplays. It
1: doesn't need to be pure, even half and half.
0: Half and half what?
1: Distilled water and vodka. I was like,
0: what, half vodka, half orange juice? That goes in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But if you're looking for ways to, um, like, disinfect your more sensitive cosplays, If you, you can actually just spray them down with, with vodka and sure. it really helps sure a lot. Sure, will do it. Um, um, Because the, you're right.
1: you know, the, the ones that you can't launder, the ones that you can't yeah. um, wash or whatever it is. Exactly. Um,
0: Definitely um, get rid of the smell. I, I do remember one year we went to Dragon Con and you like your halfway point from like the Westin to the Marriott is the CVS, like the little Peachtree Center yeah. Plaza, I can't remember what it is. But you know that CVS, Knows their people because <laughs> I have a picture. I will find it and I will post it. Um, you know, the big bins at the checkout, they had deodorant, um, Cond- condoms Ooh. protection. Yeah. Um, they had hairspray, super glue, safety pins, yeah. but huge bats of deodorant and condoms. I was like, oh, so sweet. One's necessary, the
1: other one's delusional to make them feel better. It's, one's
0: hopeful. What's <laughs> hopeful. One's hopeful. One's hopeful. Uh, so, yeah. So make sure that you are keeping yourself clean and tidy. I
1: mean, I, I think a very simple rule of thumb for deodorant is if you can smell yourself a little bit, other people can smell you a lot.
0: So much. Mm. Because, you know, scientifically, your nose becomes a little bit uh, muted mm. to smells that you become accustomed to. So
1: the crotch biscuits are real. The,
0: oh, that's, that's, I never wanted to hear that. And also if you want to smell really good at a con, I swear this was not planned, but please reach out to our friends at Duftworks Works because they provide the coolest cosplay scents, And the timing is perfect because Deanna is here in the chat. Hi. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. We talk about your products all the time. Um, Works Maverick is actually my favorite scent. I wear it when I'm not in cosplay. It just has this beautiful spice, um, but they also do great ones that smell like smoke or like low-key diesel fuels. Mech it's super my, cool. Mech is
1: my favorite for all of the stuff
0: that I build. Mech is your favorite. So, um, And they very kindly gave us a 15% off discount code, which is on our page. I will make sure to share it um, with everyone because their stuff is absolutely awesome. So yes, smell good at cons. Um, I'm going to ask you a question and let you think about it. What is the craziest thing you've ever brought to a con? Um, I know what the craziest thing I think we've ever brought to a con is, and I encourage you to put in the chat what you think is the craziest. Um, we brought a microwave to a con.
1: <laughs> I can't believe it. That was crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we brought a microwave. Um, we called it. This was Dragon Con because of course it was. Uh, we called ahead to the uh, the hotel, and we're like, "There's a microwave in the room, right?" And they're like, "Oh, well, you actually have to request those." I'm like, "Wait, wait, what? What?" Yeah, you have to request them, and basically everyone has requested them all, so we we don't have any. So I'm like, "Oh, that there goes our that goes our food plan. <laughs> we plan on bringing food and microwaving it in our room."
1: Yeah, because we had coolers full of microwave meals right. and those. Little breakfast biscuits that you yeah. just make for thirty seconds. That
0: was that was our plan. So um, thankfully, we're going with our friends um, Heather and Greg. Hi Heather, I see you in the chat. I'm so happy you're here. Um, we had her minivan that was just stocked. and that was the same year. Mm, was that the same year we actually brought the Wraith Guard? Because we were like we had. Tons of. I'm
1: sorry, but most of the dragon cons blur together. They've
0: blended. Mm. Uh, But we had this like little college dorm size microwave and we're like,
1: baby microwave. We're going
0: to bring the microwave. Dude, it was the smartest thing um, because we were able to eat in the room. We didn't have to spend tons of money and yeah, we were self sufficient. So that was the craziest thing I think we've brought.
1: Uh, Craziest thing we've ever taken to a con? I'd probably say the orc.
0: I'm sorry. i blocked that from my memory because it was so traumatic to bring the orc to Canada. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't remember. It's a little crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will tell you other crazy things that you should bring. Uh, bring an iron because hotel irons Are gross. They're so disgusting and <laughs> they drip water on all of your beautiful stuff.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, somebody's already attempted to cook on it.
0: You know, somebody <laughs> made a grilled cheese on that and no one has cleaned it. It is disgusting and it will ruin your beautiful cosplay works. Um,
1: I personally believe that the one thing that you must absolutely take is a giant-sized bottle of Advil and Tylenol.
0: Every single person (laughs) that responded to that question was like, decongestants, painkillers, drugs, bring drugs, Mm. over the table, under the table, Mm. over the counter, under the counter, bring, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say, only take drugs that you are legally permitted to take.
1: Legal disclaimer. um... Legal
0: disclaimer. We do not encourage the use of drugs that are not for your health. So, uh, but yes. I don't care how young you are or how fit you are. You are going to need a Tylenol or an Advil at some point. (laughs) Do not forget to break them. For
1: sore feet or
0: Mm -hmm. for hangovers. Yeah.
1: I'm going to give you a little bit of a weird advice here, okay? If you're going to take Tylenol and you're going to take Motrin, don't fanny around. Dump as much of it as you are legally allowed to take into your system in one go, which is effectively 800 milligrams of Motrin, which is normally four 200 milligram tablets and two 250 milligram titles. Take it all six.
0: Legal disclaimer, we are not medical doctors and cannot tell you what kind of medicines to take.
1: That's what I take and it works.
0: And he's also 15 years old, but anyway.
1: Yes, because I just get told, take whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You're going to die it.
0: It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, there are some great um, uh, suggestions of things to bring in the chat. Okay. Always bring your, your glue gun or your super glue or oh. your crazy glue.
1: Yeah, the oh shit kit is just. Glue, top glue, of the glue, glue,
0: glue, 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 um, glue. Thank you, Ron, for believing in me and Douglas Adams. You always bring a towel, it's a little microfibers for Compression stockings are genius to okay. bring. Because I don't care how old you are. When you are on your feet for 10, 12 hours a day walking on those concrete floors and being on flights, Bethany, 100% agree with you. It helps reduce inevitable swelling that you will get in your legs and keep you far more comfortable. What is wrong with you? (laughs) Why are you like this? Uh, Terry, a camelback inside your suit loaded with wine. Oh, my God, I never would have thought of that.
1: I build you some sort of wine-carrying container to go with every costume you make.
0: Um, I still raise a and glass.
1: And they're
0: They are. They're built right into the suits. I do raise a glass to um, Heather's Wonder Woman water bottle that has had so much... Oh my gosh. Look what you have. It's my wine bottle with the guilas on it because in the Imperium, you definitely need to be drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And also Ron, 100% agree with you on snacks. I believe that you should always have a stash of snacks. Um, My triumvirate is one healthy, one sweet, one salty because one is going to just fill that need and keep you from buying stuff. One is going to take the hunger off and one is going to keep you from dying. So definitely keep just a little bit of a stash in your bag. I
1: mean, I I think we ought to all actually like zero down in on on the concept of the OC oh O-shit oh Shit kit mm-hmm. because there are certain things in it that are common um glues uh, thread needles yep but then you can expand it a little bit okay I want to take specific threads to match the costumes that I am actually bringing to that convention right um I need to bring particular paints to touch up stuff, to go into that. Silver sharpies, if you've got armor, are great. Because any nicks and dings you just whack them with a bit of a silver sharpie. Covers Say up
0: that it. again. I want to make sure people heard that. Because that's sil- cool. Silver
1: sharpies. I mean, if if, you, if a piece of armor gets crumpled or scraped on the side, just dab a silver sharpie down it. It's battle damage. It's Yay! battle
0: damage. Um,
1: but tailoring your own shit kit to the thing that you're actually bringing mm-hmm. with you. Buttons that might go missing, right? That you need to, you know, that are Little specific. scraps
0: of fabric.
1: You could so you can patch something if yep. you need to. Uh, the fabric glue, fabric thing.
0: glue, and fray check is always good.
1: Yeah, um, you want to basically have a miniaturized version of everything that you take, mm-hmm. and you need to have two versions of it. Yeah, I mean, we have a roller version, which is basically a big toolkit that breaks down into three pieces. Where I will take my dramol and my heat gun and that sort of thing, you know, to a convention just in case, um, and then all of that we have baby versions of it, which we've transferred into small containers, which goes into something to fit in the size of, say, like a, a, a mid-sized pouch.
0: Exactly. You
1: know, um, and I also, and inevitably we've got a handler with us, and they are carrying that.
0: So that is something real important when you're in a cosplay that you probably can't like like handle yourself if it's big or if it's, you know, bound to maybe have some issues. There's a couple of ways you can do It's one, a good handler is worth their weight in gold and you should take care of them accordingly. Heather, Sydney, you guys have been amazing. So many of you have always been there to help us. Um, Make sure that they have a good backpack that can handle everything and is good on their shoulders. That will keep your stash of water, your little bit of snacks, your OSHA kit whittled down to the bare minimums. Uh, they'll handle your phones. They'll keep your ID. Uh,
1: Can we add this to the the list of of, of stuff? Um, I mean, I have two particular types of super glue that I use a lot of. One is the Loctite professional grade. Yes. Because it comes in a reasonably sized good container and you only need a little bit. It grips really, really well. But my workhorse is, um, you'll find it under our purchases. It's a thick super glue. Yes. So you haven't got to worry about when you're trying to do repairs it kind of like running out like water and ruining the look of it. You have Mm -hmm. more control over it. And what I do is I keep the Loctite super glue bottles when they're empty and transfer the fixed super glue into the smaller bottle because it comes in a giant tub for like 20 bucks. And something
0: also to keep in mind, when you bring it in your oh shit kit, when you're actually at the con, stick it in a Ziploc bag and close it and always try to keep it upright. I also keep a push pin in there so that I can pop it just in case it gets clogged for any reason. So always okay. keep those things together. Um, a couple of other just, um, and I'm going to share the link on our website. It has a lot more about what we're talking about. Um, but some things like tips to remember, you absolutely must carry cash on you. I would agree. I recommend that you get one of those little neck wallets. Bye Fred. Good I'm talking fine. to you. I'm um, one of those little neck wallets, On a lanyard that you can put your cash in a credit card your id so that you cannot easily be pickpocketed um but also the importance of carrying cash is twofold one you have to tip people in the service industry like your valets your bellhops your housekeeping at the hotel my mantra is if you can't afford to tip you can't afford to travel like you absolutely must take care of those people because they're just not paid (coughs) enough to handle these massive cons when they come into town. It's our responsibility to take care of them.
1: You just reminded me of something. I think the, um, it's con related. It's also tip related. What condition do you leave your room in when you go?
0: You, I believe that you treat your hotel room like you treat a campsite. Mm-hmm. You try as hard as you can to leave no trace. Right. You pick up all of your used towels, you put them in the corner in one pile, you clean up your own trash and put it in there because these housekeepers are human beings that deserve our gonna,
1: respect. And if they're big cons, the chances are there's a whole bunch of people checking out out go and the hotel won't have bought in any extra people to no. cover their shifts. They're going to have to work their ass off to get things done for them, show them a bit of appreciation, do as much of their work as you possibly can. I leave them a tip.
0: And keep in mind, you are way filthier when you're at a con than when you are on a business trip. Yeah. I've gone on a lot of business trips. I barely leave a trace because I'm not there very long. So their bread and butter work is being able to churn those rooms really fast. So when you've been in there, spray painting yourself with paint, leaving tissues all over the place, putting on your makeup and getting shit everywhere it is your responsibility
1: particularly when you're squeezing eight people into a room that's designed for three which we know you are
0: (laughs) it's our responsibility to take care of them the other thing about cash when you can pay on the vendor floor with cash if they accept it because every time you swipe your credit card those vendors are losing three to five percent in credit card fees Right? And they're
1: running on narrow And they barely
0: have the margins. These are small business owners. These are artists that just can't afford to take those hits. So if you can pay them in cash, they get 100% of that. Now, it's unreasonable if you're making big purchases. I'm sure they want your credit card purchase more than they want the cash. But if you're doing $3, $5 here, keep some cash to make sure that you're taking care of your vendors. links to the neck wallet. I love the neck wallet because I lose stuff all the time so keeping it around my neck and also i will tell you everything that i use for a con to be efficient i also use at um theme parks Mm. so with that my final recommendation is to use a uh, neck fan oh that (laughs) the neck fan
1: these are a fairly recent addition Mm -hmm. for us um and they're they're stunning quite frankly this particular model links on the affiliate thing. Um, I think it's about thirty bucks.
0: It is about thirty.
1: When it's fully charged, it has um, it has three settings. On low, it will last twelve hours. On medium, it will last eight. On high, it will last four. Um, the only reason that I did not die in the power armor at Fan Expo in Orlando. Was because of this. I, I part yeah. of the costume planning was to incorporate space for this in the gorget, um, and it kept me. It, it quite frankly stopped me from overheating. They're fantastic, um, and you know I painted it up so that it matched the rest of the armor. And then wore it to Disney when we my were... when my daughter was visiting a couple of weeks ago. We wore it so... to
0: Disney with the skulls and everything. It was awesome. Got a few got a few
1: looks <laughs> at the checkpoint. I got to admit. bit, um, but uh, uh, on setting two, a full charge, it will help keep you cool all day, and it's quiet enough that you can still engage in conversation on mm-hmm. setting two you know, quite readily without having to crane or, or Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And they really have between the neck fans and having a towel to just like wick away the the the, the perspiration. For us who live in the South, like I, I've i never been to a con in the Pacific Northwest or in some of the cooler climates. All I know is for us, heat is always a huge concern. So those are my, my two tips. And um, Sophie brought up a great point is that the cons that we've been talking about are very different than uh, cons in other parts of the world. And I will also tell you, Dragon Con, in particular, is very different than many cons in the area. Dragon Con is a 24-7 uh, I would crazy say party con. it is con. in a
1: category on a side shoot all of its own,
0: quite it frankly. It really is, which is why we have these wild and crazy stories to come out of them. When we go to uh, more local cons, where they're, you know, the panels and the cosplay contests and the, the vendor floor, uh, the breakout sessions, uh, you know, for us it's about learning things or meeting your favorite celebrities, the the, the walk of uh, the hall of what is the hall of the walk
1: walk of of shame and the walk of fame are two entirely different things.
0: But are they? We've (laughs) met some of those celebrities. It's barely different. Who
1: was the guy from defiance that was completely up in your, we can't,
0: we can't talk about that here. There are photos though, Heather, if you want to find them, Uh that would be amazing. Um, But you know, some of the favorite things that we do at, at conventions is meeting celebrities and getting to tell them how much we love what their work is. But you know, it's a bucket list for me to be able to go to cons in Europe or in Asia. It must be so different.
1: I mean, it would be nice to try and get to some of the ones. I mean, I know that the UK they're starting to become more of a thing. Yeah, very much so. Um, I think Brittany's going to UK as part of winning Twitch this year. She gets to go next year. So
0: exciting! Um,
1: So that's very cool for her. the other thing that I would actually say for attending conventions, even if you don't think that you need it, 55-gallon totes.
0: Oh, yeah. They are really good to be able to transport they're your a, stuff they're safely. They're great
1: shit. They will fit on the back seat of a car. Mm-hmm. Or if you've got a car with a little bit of a, a hatchback with the seats that go down, you can get two of them nicely in there with a bit of spare room. Mm-hmm. And you can generally fit an awful lot of armor and stuff inside of two right. of those. And it makes life simpler. Rather than trying to fill your arms full yep. of stuff and all the rest of it, you can pack it into those two and just stick it on the trolleys at hotels for actually movement purposes.
0: Speaking of trolleys, I fought you so hard on this for the longest time. I remember carrying pieces of the Orc from one side of the Megacon Convention Hall to the other side of the Megacon Convention Hall. And the whole time I'm like, you know what would be amazing? Is if we had a trolley that we just had. So, I, I forced him to buy one of those little trolleys that break down and just kind of unfold it and pull it out so he can put the big 55 gallon totes on it. And I don't know, use tools to pull them instead of having to be carry them. Because we're smart monkeys. <laughs> we are smart monkeys. Um, so, even, you know, we've been going to conventions for over 10 years now, many have gone much longer. Every day we learn a little bit more about yeah. how to do this successfully. So what we want to do is to to help our fellow cosplayers and con goers by sharing these little tips and tricks, having these you know conversations, but also more importantly, that's what we're using our website for is to put these tools out there for you. So I put together a shopping list in a blog post of all of the items that we've talked about, but also including some of the tips and tricks that we have talked about. Please go ahead, check it out. Um, it's designed to make it easy for you to find these things. And if we make 42 cents off of them, I promise you all of that will go back into um, uh, creating content. So so with that, we are One going- thing. What?
1: My final say on cons.
0: Oh. Don't be that tips and tricks. If you're a nice person at a con,
1: people people, will remember you.
0: People will be nice to you. So for those of you listening on the podcast, I will say Fred just held up a sign that says, don't be a dick, be a nice person. Um, and you'll meet some incredible people for sure that you will remain friends with for a very long time like so many of you that joined us here tonight. So thank you so much. Um if you didn't have a chance to listen to the whole thing or if you want to share this with somebody else, uh please subscribe to our podcast. Go like to and our- subscribe. Like <laughs> like and subscribe. Oh my god I'm that girl <laughs> to really become that girl. <laughs> Click the button below. There is no button below. Uh, but yeah, I mean, should, we want to put out. Should there be a button below? Is, is, can there be? I have no idea how buttons work. <coughs> um, but our goal is to just make sure that you have a wonderful con and cosplay experience like we have. And if we can help you do that, then we're here for it. So um, check out our website at fredandldesigns.com.
1: Many pictures.
0: So many pictures. I'm uploading new stuff every day. If there's anything that we can talk about that would help you. Um. Be a better cosplayer or a happier convention goer. Please let us know. Message us. We are here for you. So um, smash that like button. Thank you, Bethany. Everyone have a really great night. See you next Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Bye. Bye.